Surly Horns podcast. This is season two, episode 23, and this will be the final episode of season two because fuck the Big 12. We out this bitch. RGB3, what was your instant react? Give me, give me your instant reaction to the news. Uh, so I didn't believe it. I don't think anybody really believed it to start. Um, I kind of took it in. It, it made sense. So once I started laying out facts, because the first thing that stood out to me is why is this Aggie reporter from the Chronicle breaking this news? Like what? Like wh- there has to be something behind it. Otherwise, this guy's this guy doesn't wouldn't know shit. Like there's no way. So my first reaction was this is weird. It's weird enough to maybe be true. And I think I texted you and I was like, did you see this shit? And you said, yeah, no fucking way. I said, this is stupid. Yeah. You're like, this because I had gotten texts from a lot of people. And I was like, who's this worthless? Who's this worthless reporter <laughs> yeah. who is, is trashed here? Breaking the biggest college football story in decades. Quite possibly ever. <laughs> Quite possibly ever. Breaking that there's a, a super league forming uh, right from and this little Houston crowd. But you, you know what my favorite thing was? Um, the dude tweets it. And then I see everybody just being like i'm not fucking paying it's it, the the entire article's behind the houston chronicles paywall so nobody can even read the thing it was just the headline <laughs> sticking out it was just the headline and so so nobody can even read it for like sourcing or anything it's just there uh so for those of you who are fucking idiots and have had your head buried under the fucking ground for the last week what we're talking about is texas and Oklahoma are leaving the Big 12 and they are going to join the SEC next year too. Don't don't listen to this 2025 <laughs> bullshit. It's all bullshit. All the legalese. It's it's exactly that's exactly what it is. It's 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 their version of I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> that's <laughs> What did uh, Jay Hartzell say whenever they were interviewing him one domino at a time? Yeah, one domino at a time. It's like, yeah, sure. Sure, buddy. We know how this ends. <laughs> so let's let's go over a brief timeline. Last Wednesday, story breaks in afternoon. Yeah, right before the SEC media day starts. So they ruined SEC media day. A and M was there. A and M was there. Like they were like because that's why they got the quote from Bjork so quick is because the dude was at SEC media days. Yeah, and he was and whatever the butt hurt was immediate. Immediate. <laughs> immediate. Immediate. And that's when I knew it was real. So whenever I saw how butthurt he got, I was like, okay, this shit has legs. Because you don't go immediate that butthurt without something behind it. So that happens Wednesday. Thursday, things are a disaster, right? Everything, oh, yeah. the world is on fire. The Big 12 is freaking the fuck out. The SEC is just like... Nothing's happening. We have no idea what's going except on. Except one member. Except one member of the SEC <laughs> yeah. is is not taking it okay. <laughs> right. We talk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> then uh, was it Friday that the commissioners called that meeting and everybody showed up? Or was that Saturday? Yeah, I think it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Everybody yeah. except for UT and OU showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Friday for the Zoom call, and they literally didn't show they just, up. Fucking didn't show up. Then everybody gets to wait the whole weekend. And Monday morning, first thing in the morning, joint letter sent to the Big 12 from University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma stating that they would not renew the extension of grant of rights 
after June whatever 2025. They basically sent an email said, we out this bitch. <laughs> and that's after they did have another call where they actually sat down with the shithead from Baylor, the AD from Baylor, the commissioner of the Big 12, and they basically said, hey, guys, like, don't fuck us around. If you're going to leave, just leave. And so they did. We just and then, did. <laughs> and then Tuesday morning, which is, they send another joint letter to the SEC and say, we think we should join your conference. Yeah. That was this morning, by the way. It's The That's thread's been moving so fast. It is still Tuesday when we're recording this. So by the time you're listening on like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever whenever we <laughs> can catch our breath and release this shit. Um, yeah, this morning we tell we send the joint letterhead with, with OU. Uh, I do love how petty they were too. That Texas's version had Texas on the left and OU on the right, and OU's version had te- OU on the left and Texas on the right. Anyway, um, it's it feels weird getting along with this it, with the Sooners to like just basically butt fuck a conference into oblivion. <laughs> so that that realignment thread it, it, it was hefty, right? It's been yeah. going since day this night started. It was the like one of the first threads. I think it had 80 or 90 pages already. It is not even a week later. It has 234 pages. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> it went from like a-, a little over 100,000 views to like 610,000 views. <laughs> it's it, it like you can't keep up with it. Every 15 minutes, it's a new page. So I'm, when I'm replying to shit, it's like five pages back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to. So pro tip for everybody. You've got to use the multi quote function. Do not quote a post and then post because then you'll have to go back to the page. Just use the yeah. multi post. It's a plus sign, guys. It's a plus. Yeah, it's a plus sign. <laughs> now that we've caught everybody up on the happenings, that's just the matter of factly what happened, right? That's that's timeline to now. Now let's go back. We talked about your instant reaction, my instant reaction. Now let's talk about Aggie's reaction. So, so I'm going to add and, a little And bit. before anybody tries to fucking out me, right? <laughs> I graduated from Texas A&M, but I am, I am not Aggie. <laughs> There's a difference. But so I got I to gotta expand on your timeline a little bit because this goes a little further than last Wednesday. So last Wednesday... Obviously, the A&M honk reporter, uh, that's when A&M found out. They went out to their friendly press member and said, hey, blow this up. Because all they tried to do was blow this entire deal up while shitting all over themselves. So just so everybody knows the real backstory, this shit's been going on for like a year. At least like like nine months minimum. Definitely pre-Herman, pre-Sark. Yeah, for sure. Pre, pre all that. This has been in the, like, these fucking, uh, Kevin Eltife and Jay Hartzell are fucking assassins. They're moving in silence like lasagna, man. They are, it's crazy because literally they had, so not only did they have all, I guess, 12 other members, because Missouri and AM were kept in the dark. They had all 12 other members lined up. Their votes, yes. They figured out a way to get out of their contract. They figured out how to, like, basically get out of the Big 12 and demolish the Big 12 in one fell fucking swoop with nobody knowing. From what we know now, uh, ESPN was even involved in, in yeah. that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They had to so be. The, with the, the long media rights, they, they've already figured out. Uh, they've already figured everything out. How to pay the buyout money, 
how to get somebody else to pay the buyout money. Every box has already been checked. Literally. Like, it was a fucking checklist, and they've checked it off with nobody knowing until it was literally the last moment, and they're like, ah, fuck, guys. Or, sorry, FERC is... Thank you, Thujon. <laughs> FERC, we gotta tell A&M. And they finally told A&M in Missouri. Missouri's super happy about it. Fuck yeah, money. Like, supposedly, people are saying $28 million per school just by they doing fired their ad yeah they fired their ad too <laughs> they fired their ad so which you gotta know at a&m there are going to be multiple firings i don't know if they're going to go after the ad but like board of regents guy something like for them to be kept this in the dark is bad like you you can't hear a whisper from like like you thought you had friends at georgia or south carolina this means that you have no loyal friends in the sec they don't give a fuck about you they only give a fuck about money <laughs> as they should fuck your school why don't we give a fuck about you that, let's let's give let's give aggie benefit of the doubt i won't but let's give aggie benefit of the, no 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 yeah this is like suspension of, of yeah whatever whatever believe, they call, yeah. right suspension of disbelief. <laughs> let's so let's give aggie benefit of the doubt and say they're not going to be happy about it and that's understandable but What's the worst thing that somebody that's unhappy with that decision does? The shit all over themselves is what, I mean, <laughs> that's, what, that's what they did. They shit all over themselves. I, I posted in the thread. I said, so it, what AM did was they decided that they had enough power and influence to blow up something that was a year in the making that had every other member of the SEC's backing attached to it. Um, what they succeeded in doing was embarrassing themselves and speeding up the timeline. That's all they fucking did. So now I, I posted in the thread. I said, A&M could have, they pulled down their pants. They got spanked live on <laughs> across the entire fucking nation. So and all they, they pulled had to do their was, pants up. Yeah. Shit in them. Yeah. So all they had to do is pull their pants up and go on about their day. Like, oh, we'll beat Texas on the field. That's that's all they should have said. Oh, yeah, we we look forward to welcoming our rival back and we're going to beat them on the field. Cool. Like, I would respect that. But instead, they pulled their pants off. They took a shit in them and then wore, wore them as a hat is exactly what they did. It was the most embarrassing display of pub publicly too, at not just like a, a fan level because no, uh, yeah this wasn't the fans sport. reaction this is no. like official official yeah. reactions from the university are to to set a board of regents meeting to talk about taking legal action against the sec Suing to the immediately SEC. start talking publicly about the gentleman's agreement to have bowen lofton who is now not affiliated at all with texas a&m <laughs> who is is now at missouri to go on record Talking about how this is bullshit and this isn't going to happen. Gentleman's agreement. Hey, you know what a gentleman's agreement's worth? Nothing. Nothing. I, I mean, I, who fucking cares? That like, what? What are you thinking? And then, and then for them to say, "Well, we always have the nuclear option," and they threatened. They threatened. They threatened to leave the SEC. This is real. This isn't fake. Yeah, this, this isn't is fake real. News. This shit. isn't some fucking. Just because we're a Longhorn podcast, yeah, doesn't this mean we're just making shit. shit up. These they are literally facts. threatened to fucking leave the SEC. <laughs> like that was going to change a goddamn thing. That's the best thing is they thought they held enough influence. Like, oh no, big old A and M's going to leave your conference. How do you like that? Oh, we're going to fuck you guys good. Like, we're going to leave your conference. Uh, 
there's the fucking door. <laughs> you don't think Oklahoma State or Texas Tech would just immediately run through that fucking door? Like, enjoy the Pac-12. I'm sure you'll be you know a really good them, culture right? They told them, they fucking quoted them, we have a walk out the door for free clause. The SEC. SEC wants to give the SEC would love to give them a walk out the door free clause and not because it's A&M. It's just because good luck. Go. You'll be better off. Try it. It's it's yeah, it's go ahead. Leave me. See how see how it turns out for you. Like we don't need to we don't need to hold you here. If you want to go, you can go. You know, if, if it was Alabama doing this. Sure. Maybe maybe they get something done. You know, maybe. So, but. A&M, I'm sorry, buddy. We don't give a fuck. Leave. Be gone. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. It, it, it would be different if it was just Texas. Right. If it was just Texas, I feel like threatening to leave. And the the optics of that are actually really bad for the SEC. Yeah, them or us. And you chose somebody that's not that hasn't been there for a decade. Oh, so, no. And so. and you guys 13 to one us uh, on somebody that you knew that we didn't want in the conference that we left for strategic reasons. There's plenty of document documented reasons why and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> that would have been real fucked up. Yeah, that's not what happened. It's it's a package deal. With two <laughs> of the top five, right, including the number one valued program, right? So yeah. two top five value programs in the country come knocking. It doesn't matter what the fuck. It, no. it doesn't matter if it's UT. It does, that would be like if if Michigan and Ohio State came to the SEC. Yeah, you don't you you don't say, oh no, A and M doesn't want you here or Missouri yeah. or whoever. The fuck are you like, gonna no, do? Like, not even Alabama could have stopped that. No. No, and, and and why would they want to? And so I get A and M was literally the only person that wanted to. Like 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 I said earlier, Missouri was kept in the dark too. But they're excited. They should be excited. Hey, twenty eight million dollars a year or whatever the hell it's going to be. Like we're in this super conference. Go us. Because imagine if Missouri stayed in the Big Twelve. Like they might not be getting in on this shit. You know, like are we really taking Missouri over in Oklahoma State even? Uh, you know, so Missouri has to be like, fuck, thank God we're in this bitch. Like, thank, thank the Lord um, where, you know, A&M, yeah, they're going to have issues with it because it ruins their only advantage that they had over Texas was playing in the SEC. Well, they have a national championship winning coach. Advantage <laughs> Aggie. Don't, yeah, don't, don't care got Jimbo. But, you know, so they have Jimbo and they have the SEC and that's all they've been fucking selling. Then, then they've been selling the exact same thing that they've been selling since 1939 when Hitler fucking invaded Poland. It's hopes and dreams of national championships and winning. And it's the same shit they've been selling where now guess what? You literally took their biggest recruiting advantage away from them. It, the sec men, means more to them than Jimbo Fisher, a billion percent. Hell, the only reason Jimbo Fisher is there is because they're in the sec. I don't know that the bottom falls out on recruiting. It, it no, definitely no, no, has a, sure. a negative impact. Like, and a, and a, drastic negative impact to yeah. recruit against Texas and Oklahoma in yep. Texas. Huge. In the same conference. Now you've got to recruit on real merits. You have to yep. really want, like you have to really attract talent to your school in some way, shape or form. Right. And, this and what was the last time you were in college? Into, I mean, uh, in 2012. So yeah, it, that um, was too, that was too soon. Cause so like, that's the biggest thing is like, so they had this great, like, okay, they, they, they had a great season last season, whatever. They beat up on a bunch of nobodies. Don't buy into the fucking bullshit. They beat Florida. That's like the only good one they had. 
but they can sell that and that's fine. But now instead of selling Texas, who has like the number seven recruiting class in the nation right now, and we're disappointed in that instead of saying, Hey, well, you don't want to go to Texas. You don't want to play in the big 12. They don't put the big 12 doesn't put anybody into the league. Well, now it's like, Oh fuck. So now we can only sell our merit. We can't sell the conference, which is what they've been fucking chaining sec, 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 which we'll get to that later. But if I mean, it's gone now. That entire that entire selling. Yeah, they point, have to recruit uh, on merit, right? They yeah. have to recruit on merit, and, and I'm home. not saying that there's everybody. Everybody now recruits on merit. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and, and OU's been recruiting on merit against Texas, and and they do a really good job, right? When yeah. when OU is winning, they get a, a heavier nod to some of the in-state recruits. They they get yeah. basically their entire first-string roster is Texas high yep. school kids. Yeah, and so now you're looking at Oklahoma taking away more Dallas kids, um, for, you know, with with them going to OU, and now you're looking at, um, you know, Texas being on an even playing field, and then you're, you know, Texas can sell Austin versus, you know, new coach bump plus Austin over College Station. I mean, there are there's it takes away so many built in recruiting advantages because now, I mean, A and M's one of their biggest sells wasn't even just SEC. It's hey, stay home and play in the SEC. Like you go to LSU, you go to Alabama, but you know, stay close. You know, you're an hour and a half away from Houston. You're you know two and a half hours away from Dallas. Whatever. Um, you could stay home and play in the SEC. Well, now it's yeah, sure, I could do that and I'm closer to OU and I'm closer to Texas or just as close, you know, it's, it takes away the biggest recruiting advantage that they had. And it's, it's, I'd, I'd be just as pissed. I mean, I would be absolutely furious. Um, but you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> that's, that's <it. laughs> All right. Fuck so what happens next Fuck in, in, uh, the, what dominoes are left to fall before this is officially official. So right now, um, the presidents, uh, I don't think the ADs, but just the presidents vote to include Texas and OU, which is going to be unanimous. And A&M is not, yeah, uh, Thursday. Yep. So A&M is not going to abstain. They're not going to say a no vote because that would be even a bigger recruiting advantage for Texas because they could say, man, yeah, they voted no against us. They're scared of us. Boom. Like it's it, so they're going to vote. In the positive, 14 no is going to be the vote count. And that was always going to be their vote. Yep. Oh, yeah. After. Yeah. They they got put in a corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got put in a fucking corner. And so now all we're going to get voted in for 2025. And then every lawyer that ever attended the University of Texas, um, any lawyer that currently is employed by uh, ESPN, any lawyer that is currently employed by the SEC, are going to butt fuck the Big 12 Conference into oblivion. Um, basically, it's going to be a, hey, look, your conference is failing. Um, watch for your members to start jumping ship because that's going to be the next thing. So the biggest thing for Texas and it, as a, any Texas fan listening to this podcast, you need to be thinking about, I want the dominoes to fall out of the Big 12. So you want Kansas to go to the Big 10. You want West Virginia to go to the ACC. You want Texas Tech to go to the Pac-12. Whatever it is, you want them to start falling because if West Virginia goes, then the next one goes, then the next one goes, the next one goes. And if that happens, we don't pay shit. All we need is four teams to fall out of the league and the Big 12 is done. Kaput, this is its last season. What we don't want to have happen is the Big 12 to go out and get UCF and Cincinnati and Houston or SMU, whoever the hell, they're, whatever garbage schools are going to put back into the Big 12 to try to keep its heart beating. 
um, however slight that beating heart might be. We don't want them to do that because that's when all those lawyers I talked about earlier, that's when we start fighting. Because I think it's like they're talking about eighty million dollars or something like that to pay. Which, by no, the way, that's a hundred. It's a. It's about one hundred and sixty between both schools. Both schools, it's like so, yeah. 70, 78 each or something. Yeah. Like that. So, um, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast, I cannot stress this enough, guys. Texas and OU will both be playing football in the SEC in 2022. Flat out, it's ha- it, like it's it's done. Like if you're listening done, to this right now, there's there's it, no way, and, and we'll get into we'll get into why right whenever I yeah. talk about my dominoes falling because yeah because you're in rampant speculation land right now. No, not right. no speculation. This is exactly what's happening. This is exactly what's <laughs> happening. I'm laying it out. This this fucking galaxy brain of mine right now. It's laying it all out, and that's exactly what's going to happen. The lawyers are just going to sue. We're going to end up negotiating the buyout down to something more manageable, and then all of our losses or fees or whatever we have to pay to the big 12 are going to be taken out of the longhorn network which is going to be bought by espn and transformed into the sec west network bang mic drop done (laughs) all right so i we've got we've got the thursday meeting where the presidents not the ad's the presidents of the universities uh or the presidents and ceos whichever whichever the university has vote to accept i think it's it is a 14-0 vote right texas gets accepted uh for 2025 into the sec Friday, there is public board of regents meetings for both schools. Yep, that's with true. No executive privilege or whatever uh, uh, executive session in, in either of the meetings scheduled. They're just going to lay it out all in the open. Um, I think what they talk about in there is uh, business as usual. Uh, they completely don't even really talk about the conference stuff and they just unanimously approve uh on, on each of those boards to accept the invitation. And so that makes it official that Texas and OU are going to go to the SEC. Now, after that, what I think happens is that uh, everybody is painting Texas to be the bad guy and uh, Longhorn Network has now destroyed the conference twice over and blah, blah, blah. And we've all heard the, the excuse. OU catching from, no heat, by the way. By the way, I love that. Te- it's all Texas's big bad Texas. Texas is Darth fucking Vader. Yeah, and Oklahoma just sitting there like Jar Jar fucking Binks. Like, you know, like they're just... And this they're was their fucking the- idea. This was yeah. their fucking idea. And that's fine, right? That I guess Texas gets all the credit for the galaxy brain. But it was actually OU, right? Credit where credit's due. OU got fed up with the Big 12 and said, fuck this, we're out. Texas, what do you want to do? And Texas was like, fuck it. Yeah, we've been looking for excuses to leave. Yeah, we're coming with you. And so uh, what I actually think happens is that uh, Texas is going to use OPM and and OPM being ESPN, and and they're going to pay the buyout. And they're going to pay for the buyout for OU, too. With and interest, they're going to do that from divesting the Longhorn Network, right? And saying, whatever, pay us our contract out. And and then that gives a capital infusion to the teams and schools in the Big 12. And so after that point, fucking UT is not the bad guy anymore, right? Cool. OU is not the bad guy anymore. You guys got a fucking lump sum check for basically half of a year's worth of fucking revenue um, for doing absolutely fuck all, right? Yeah. So eight teams get to split $160 million, $20 million a piece. Y'all get $20 million to shut the fuck up and figure your own shit out, <laughs> right? And and 
maybe they can convince somebody to let them in. Maybe not. Who gives a fuck, right? Who fucking cares? Uh, it's not Texas's responsibility to, to especially take care of the private schools. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Baylor. Yeah, fuck right? you, a bunch Baylor. of rapists. Um, that, that, uh, what's the student population of Baylor? Like 13,000 tops? I hope like, like fuck zero Baylor. women because, yeah, I worry for their safety every day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, and who cares, honestly, yeah. what happens to the rest of the, the Big 12? Because when you look at the, when you look at the, the eight teams that are left that are not Texas and Oklahoma, and you look at the, the games where they played each other, the average viewers for those games are so substandard. It's like below, below, 750,000 viewers. Yeah. It's yeah, it's so that's that that's what people don't understand about this move. Like people are th- what killed me was Texas Tech and they're like, "Oh, you don't know what this is going to do to destroy Lubbock businesses." It's like, "Bro, oh, so what you're saying is Texas and OU have literally held up a conference, you know, by themselves." Uh, I think that's more tech fans, right? The, the, the universities the well, tech, and the lawmakers. tech response is actually really good. Well, uh, and they're lawmakers. It's actually though. the best out of out of the the rest. Tech tech actually responded the correct way and said, "Yeah, this this fucking sucks, but we think that you know, we've got a lot to offer. We just got the Carnegie Mellon or whatever the fuck research, you know, university thing. And uh, we're going to right. we won this many championships. Like we're going to fucking we're going to do what's right for, the, you know, the school academically first. And we're going to make sure that our student athletes have a place to, to you know, play. And I think that's a, a wonderful response. They didn't blame anybody. They didn't say everything's fucked up. Uh, they didn't say any of that stuff. They yeah, just but said, then you look yeah, at their government, sucks. the it the sucks. tech alumni or whatever. But it, oh, I, did you see what Oklahoma State's fucking oh, yeah. ass president fucking put out? That's embarrassing. Bitch That's more. embarrassing. You should Cry fucking more. resign. <laughs> Cry more. So, so, but, but that's exactly why we're leaving. Is why should Texas and OU be subjugated to to this shitty fucking conference just because it's gonna hurt y'all? Like, cry, cry more. Just like, who cares? Fuck you. We're Texas, bitch. Like, fuck you. Completely irrelevant. It's completely yeah. irrelevant. Um, if Alabama left the SEC and, and Auburn started crying, yeah. like, what the fuck is that Alabama's problem? Yeah, exactly. 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 And 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 the rest of the SEC probably wouldn't be crying. Of course, it would hurt, but it wouldn't destroy the fucking conference. You know, like, even losing the biggest program in the nation. Is oh, dude, you're you're, you're on to something here. I do yeah. feel like, right, let's say Alabama and Florida leave and go to the ACC for some unknown reason, right? They just say, fuck it, we're out, we're going to the ACC. Uh, I don't think the SEC implodes, number one. No. I don't think so at all. They they would go and they would get, so they would try and attract some other teams. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're a viable league, even if they don't attract other teams. I think they're a viable league. For sure. For um, sure. And I, I still think that they compete at, at a really high level. Right. I still think yeah. that the Georges of the world, right? Tennessee, when they get their shit together finally again, right? Yeah. They have a big alumni base. They've got lots of money. They have enough money to cheat like hell. Um, <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. Right. You know, as much as shit as we talk about Aggie, Aggie is yeah. right. They were ranked fifth. They almost made the playoffs this year. I think that LSU. they're a, yeah. yeah, LSU fucking has won plenty of national championships, right? Yeah. The, in recent history. So I think that's a viable conference, uh, yeah. period. 
right? With without pick two. Yeah, two. Yeah, one blue blood, one damn near blue blood. Like it's or yeah, it, pick the two best. Pick yeah. the top two teams in the SEC. They survive without them, and their TV contract is not trash afterwards. Now you do that for any other conference, right? So do that for the ACC. The ACC's contract is already so fucked that the ACC is like this is a godsend for the ACC because they need to do something to get out of their horrific contract that's through 2036. Oh. Just a garbage-ass contract until 2036. And the reason that's a garbage-ass contract is because the only fucking draw is Clemson and maybe North Carolina sometimes. And Florida State's been down for since Jimbo left 20... 20- uh, nobody cares about Miami. Like, Miami's nobody been, cares about Miami. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, yeah, if they could get back to, like, winning big games. But other than that, I mean, yeah, Virginia Tech sometimes. Not really. Like, there's really nothing there. So There's yeah. nothing, right? So the ACC is trash, right? So you yeah. take the top two teams. Let's say Florida State and Clemson leave the ACC. The league collapses. It's Plugs. just as trash as the Big 12. Yeah. Just as My, trash. You're looking at Miami is your best team. Miami and North yeah. Carolina are your best teams. Yeah. So then... You, you look at the Big Ten. Okay, the, the the two biggest names in the Big Ten are clearly Michigan and Ohio State. Yep. Michigan and Ohio State leave the Big Ten. They don't make nearly as much money as they make. Still a viable Power Five conference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Michigan State's, Wisconsin's. Yeah. yeah, yeah Michigan State, Wisconsin, Indiana, Minnesota. Minnesota, right, yeah. Iowa. Right, all yep. good. Like and, and all of these schools, Nebraska. number one, they have big attendance. Number yep. two, they have a lot of rich alumni. Number three, they all have really deep rooted traditions. They all recruit mainly out of their own state. And they, you know, they supplement from some of the other big states, but they're corn fed, you know, they, they recruit out of the Midwest and they stay in the Midwest. So I think the TV contract value, not so great if Michigan and Ohio state leave the big 10, but totally a viable league. You're not having people that are going to just run for the hills and and escape. And you're not going to see Wisconsin, right? And and Michigan State just say, fuck, yeah, we don't know what out. we're going to do. And then, you, and then you get to the Pac-12, right? Uh, the Pac-12 is absolute dog shit. Yeah. USC so and Oregon are gone? See no, 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 no. Fuck that, right? I mean, it's Oregon only gets to be Oregon because of Nike. Like, Oregon's yeah. oh, fucking yeah, irrelevant. Sure. They're they're Miami. They're Miami without getting busted for the boosters. That's, Don't tell that's that all they fucking bear. are. Yeah. That's all they fucking are. <laughs> yeah. So the, really what the, the Pac-12 is, is just California. It's just yeah. the California school. And, and California is where they recruit all of the talent for Oregon. Right. Yep. And Texas some a little bit. So so California is the mainstay there. So if you have Cal Berkeley, right, if you have uh, UCLA, USC and Stanford bail on the Pac-12 or any two of those bail on the Pac-12 Done. league's dead, not Done viable. Yeah, They have trash TV. You know, the, the great thing is lots of really good football players come from California. Bad thing is. Everybody in California could give two fucks about football. Yep. Like pro or college. That and it's so late. So even the East Coast doesn't give a fuck about, you know, when, when USC starting at 10 o'clock on the East Coast, you're not watching the shit. You know, some dude in Florida, you know, post Reggie Bush, you know, you're, that's the game you're falling asleep to. You know, that's that's the game. My degenerate ass is is betting enough so I can cover <laughs> cover to, uh, you know, stay above my line. But um 
Yeah, but it's, I think yeah, it's I think you, so. Pac-12 is the only uh, Pac-12 and ACC, right? Two un, non-viable leagues. Big 12 not viable. Um, so what I think shakes out is those those three leagues either dissolve or start merging and then yeah. turning into something else. Uh, um, that, that's the that's the easiest thing for them to do. I w- if I'm the Big Ten. I'm reaching out to the Pac-12 and I'm reaching out to some members of the Big 12 and I'm trying to combine those three and then let the SEC and the ACC absorb each other. And you just have like a a west, north and a southeast is basically what you're looking at. Because then, you know, the SEC is taking your North Carolinas, your Miamis, your Florida States, your Clemsons and Ohio State and Michigan are taking your USC's, your Cali schools, Oregon, Washington, Washington State. Now you're looking at, you know, and then have a playoff through that and let those two, it's an AFC and an NFC at that point. And I think it'd be really fun. Everybody talks about how this is going to ruin college football and everything. And then this is, we have to get into the reason of why did this happen, right? And and I think there's been a lot of really good takes on some college football podcasts that I listened to recently. But one thing that is, is just missing from any analysis that I've heard is this has everything to do with the NIL. This oh, has sure. everything to do. That's hundred percent. The only reason this is happening is because of NIL. It is not a coincidence. I don't think Texas has any interest in joining the SEC at joining a cheaters league and not cheating. Is, yeah. Being is not, is not in Texas's best interest. Even if, yeah. even if you get to be in the recruiting battles, that doesn't mean anything because they're cheating. Right. And, and, and they're cheating so blatantly that, the, the league has been protecting them, right? SEC yep. has been protecting the cheaters. Yeah. Now, you can't protect any – you can't do ten, what Tennessee did and get – Yeah, but they, they self-reported too. So even if the SEC was protecting them, like it was obvious what was going on. Like yeah, open your eyes. Like and so, Georgia. Like Georgia. We fuck it, we're on to your shit. We know. But the SEC is protecting them because they don't want to get their shit blown up. And I mean, Tennessee. Right, let's talk about, let's talk about Cam Newton for a second, right? Because <laughs> yeah, this right? is just like people openly talk about it now. Yeah. Cam Newton straight up got paid to win a national championship at, at Auburn, right? Yeah. They, they bought that national championship, period, right? Worth they, every penny. And, and there's, yeah, it was worth every fucking penny for <laughs> Every penny. Yes, every fucking penny. But that's who you're dealing with with the SEC. They, they're cheaters. They're blatant about it. They're open about it. Everybody's talked about it and everybody's okay with it. Yep. They, they're not okay with getting caught or doing stupid things, but they're okay with cheating, period, as a blanket rule in the SEC. And Texas didn't want to have any part of that. But NIL changes that. The great There's going to be no more of this recruiting cheating. And even the recruiting cheating that happens, it, it don't make a fuck, right? It, yep. it really doesn't. Because the there's one free transfer, period. Yep. That too, and so yep. there's going to be a lot of people that get burned uh, on the, the you know, buying a player to to get the yep. you know the, Here's the letter of intent signed, yep, and then and getting then burned a one season later or half a season later, and they just say fuck it, I'm out. And Texas has got all the money. They're going to give me. They're going to hook me up with a car dealership. The car dealership is going to give me a fucking car uh, and and a hundred thousand dollars a year salary. Right. Yep. So fuck fuck you guys, I'm out. And that's going to happen because it's legal. Yeah, because 100%. it's the thing that you do now. It and now dirty. that cheating is legal, <laughs> Texas when 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 it's not cheating, you better fucking believe that Texas is going to be throwing money around like crazy. It's and now happened. it makes sense why the NIL 
has been so fucking slow played by Chris Del Cani and why everybody's telling everybody to fuck off and why they're blocking deals. Yep. It all makes sense now because they don't want that to really pick up until the SEC move happens and they can really start to squeeze people. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, so people, nobody nobody understood that this was the great equalizer. I've been saying it forever. This is the great equalizer because why would you take a bag of cash in a McDonald's bag? Here's 50K in cash from a McDonald's bag. Or, hey, here's $50,000. Just tweet this once. One of those is legal. Why wouldn't that person choose the one that's legal? And this is the great equalizer. This is this is exactly what Texas has needed forever. Um, there's and by the way, if you're if you're worried about the NIL, and you're worried about that. It's getting figured out. Calm your titties. It's going to get figured out. Te- this is set up to be the perfect situation for Texas. So not just with the one free transfer, when you can show recurring. Well, and OU, right? Yeah, I mean, OU is going to benefit tremendously for from sure. this. Because OU couldn't cheat because Texas was like, you can't fucking cheat. Right. Yeah, and the Big 12 wasn't, wasn't going to protect you either. So oh, no, no, yeah. no, not at all. Yeah. So so the, so the biggest thing is this is just going to equal everything out. It, it, like there are so many deals, the, the biggest, the most important thing now and the stuff that, you know, I've been talking about with anybody else when it comes to NIL and, you know, how we can get involved. It's, you know, showing not just your Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson is going to walk out of Texas with a college degree and straight into the NFL. And he's going to leave college already with a million dollars in the bank, multiple million dollars in the bank, because everybody's going to want that guy. What I'm worried about is Alfred Collins. Alfred Collins, you know, as talented as B. John Robinson in some aspects, like future first round pick we're talking about, beast of a, but he's a defensive lineman. He's not the flashy, he's not the sexy name. So it's, you know, being able to show the tight ends, you know, being able to show the linebackers. We talked about it in the last NIL, NIL podcast that we had. It's, it's how do we pay those guys legally above board, get them involved, and be able to show, like, you know, sure, Arch Manning. It, Arch Manning. No, what you hurting. show, what you show, is it pays to play for Texas. Exactly, it pays dividends exactly. for your career in the future. It pays dividends for your career now. Yep. And I think that's what people don't realize is is there are there is a lot of money in the SEC, and and let's not you know Aggie is whatever they are, but they are also pretty fucking rich. They're dumb and rich. Lots of oil money there. Lots of money in Alabama, lots of money in Auburn, lots of money in Georgia, um, lots of money in Florida. So let, let's not kid ourselves and say that there isn't a lot of alumni base that can support this pay to win mentality. And we've been seeing it for a long time in the SEC, right? The yeah. SEC has always been a pay to win league. It, it It's really obvious that it's a pay to win league. And now paying to win is just legal. Yep. So it, exactly. it makes sense to go to the best conference that is going to give you your school the most revenue, period, and give you the best chance to kind of showcase talent, absorb the best talent, showcase all the best sports. I mean, th- this is mainly a football decision, right? Football is yep. the, the big revenue driver. Yep. But the other sports do matter, right? And, oh, yeah. And there's going to be a lot of really good stuff that happens from these other sports. And from a recruiting perspective, it really does become, do you want to play in the Big Ten or do you want to play in the SEC? Yep. That's it, right? Those are the only two relevant conferences now. And really, if you live in the South or the Southeast or anything like that, why would you want to go to the Midwest? Like, yep. why do you want to deal with shitty winners? Why do you want to go and hang out in, in uh, really a lot of those places are not in big cities. 
in big hubs. Quinn Ewers. Talking directly to you, Quinn Ewers. So, I mean, and honestly, if you think about it, Ohio State, out of everybody, they're the one that gets fucked. They, they, more than almost any other Big 12 member, they get fucked in recruiting um, with Texas and OU because now they can, they don't they can't have win. to. You, yeah. can't, you can't recruit out of Texas anymore. You can't rec- Big 10 cannot recruit out of Texas. Yeah. There's no way. There's, There's no, no reason. No, unless, unless somebody has roots, like their yeah. grandpa went to Michigan or, or like some weird shit like that, they have no shot anymore. No. It makes no sense for a kid from Texas to go to the Midwest and play, get paid less yep. probably, and, and be far away from home, not playing uh, in kind of the Premier League, right? I, I'm yep. not going to say that the SEC is is the best co- foot co- conference in college football it yet. Is. It is. It absolutely uh, is. I mean, the Big Ten is very no. competitive, right? If, I mean, you take the, if you take the eighth best team in the SEC, that's better than the fourth best team in the Big Ten. And I've made those numbers off so. the top of my head. I don't but- think so. I think, I think they're so. competitive. I think they're both really competitive. Conference. I think everybody else is trash, right? ACC, yeah. you've got one team. Yeah, one fucking team. The Pac-12 has two teams, maybe every three years. They have one team yeah. every year, maybe. Um, and and then right, Notre Dame, right? We haven't even talked about no, Notre yeah. Dame, yeah. but fuck Notre Dame, them. fuck Notre Dame, right? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, Notre Dame is they're they're about to slow play themselves into their relevance. At this point, they need to just shut up and join the Big Ten. It's their best chance. It's their best chance of survival. If they join the Big Ten, then then how do you fucking argue that SEC isn't as good as Big Ten? I mean, that's fucking... The money money will be about equal. The the influence around the country will be about equal. Different geographic regions, right? right? So maybe it's just you stick to your recruiting beds. And and it turns into right. Those two are the main leagues, and everything else is kind of the scraps. And and you start focusing the, the playoff it, it as more of maybe you take you know eight and four or six and six from the Big Ten and the SEC, and you just say that's the playoff. Well, um, that's 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 where you know, I, like I said, the it's you got the Northwest League and the Southeast League, and it it makes all the geographical sense in the world. It makes all the monetary monetary sense in the world. Like just y'all do your thing up in the Pacific Northwest and California, and y'all have you know you're basically just splitting the country just diagonally, just a big old diagonal, um, and and that's how it's going to end up. And I think the rest of the teams, like there's a good. One of the most fun things I had this this past offseason was spring football. I thought spring football was great with the FCS. Turn these little shitty games. Oh, like, dude, yeah, turn the best of the rest into yeah, the fucking the, spring how, league. How awesome would that be? Like, to watch, like, uh, I don't even know a name. Like, I was going to say U of H, but they'd probably make it into. Oh, dude, you know, well, let's like just that. say but, like, Arizona. Let's Arizona, Arizona State playing in fucking March. That'd be yeah. super cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'd be. I'd awesome. watch that game absolutely. Or I would, I would go a step below that. I'd watch UNLV versus you know Utah State, like even that kind of level of shit. San Jose, San Jose State is playing Hawaii at nine o'clock at night on a random Saturday in the spring. Fuck yes, I'm watching it, and I'm putting fifty bucks down. Like absolutely, I'm watching. That. I mean, it's going to have more viewers than whatever trash ESPN has on, exactly, right, or whatever trash Fox Sports or Bally's, whatever it is now. Yeah. Like they, they, they have no ratings at all during the spring, and like, so this is a this is a solution, right? It gets that that actually could get these teams the money that they need to you know survive absolutely. or whatever. You and not only it. that, 
the players would be more apt to play for those teams because they can still have their one free transfer. Exactly. These teams are watching them in the spring and saying, hey, dude, that just fucking crushed it at UNLV, New Mexico State. Come play for us. Hey, here's the money we have to offer. Like, so the players are going to be hyped. It's like an, it's like a glorified audition at that point. Like, oh, man, I can go to Baylor and then transfer to Texas. You know, it's 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 like it's a I don't want to call it a minor league in a, in a negative sense, um, but they're the minor schools playing where, you know, these teams can pick and choose and trade and the players benefit the schools benefit. There's more eyes on it. There's more money into it. It makes all the sense. Of the world. And we get football year round. Who on earth doesn't want that? There's only baseball. Well, yeah, right We now. skip the summer, right? Yeah. Football in the deep summer is bad for everybody. Oh, it's bad yeah. for the athletes. It's bad 100 for degrees now. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> but so. like, but in April, there's nothing. There's, you know, like whatever. Hockey and basketball is going on. But football, year-round, done. You missed two months of football from like June, July, August, like the beginning of August. That sounds yeah. beautiful. Ten weeks of so, no football all year. <laughs> Four yeah, it gives time football. for your liver to recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could build up a wallet to start gambling again with. Exactly. Uh, so I, I guess we talked a little bit about um, how we don't fucking care what happens to the rest of the people left from the Big 12. I I, I want to touch on the point that it's not only that we don't care, it's that anything that happens is completely irrelevant. Yeah, and uh, we don't like the Big it. Big 10 isn't, like, like, let's just be honest, the Big 10 isn't taking anybody save for maybe Oklahoma State if they pull some crazy academic shit out of it. I could see Kansas with nope. basketball. Nope. nope, basketball doesn't matter. They're not going to share the TV contract money from football with Kansas. It's not yeah. uh, they, they and they're not going to do the unequal revenue sharing. They don't believe in that in the Big 10. There's no way politically to pull off a basketball school that's trash, just fired their AD, just fired their coach. We're paying players to fucking shut the fuck up and quit the team. That was bad. Like that, just roll it up. Roll yeah. it up, Kansas. You're fucking done. Kill football. Save the money. Join the AAC or fucking AAC. someone yep. for basketball. And just enjoy your basketball money. Yeah. Right? That, that's AAC, what you get. AAC would be a great basketball conference, too. They already got yeah. Houston in there. Like, they'd be a great base, yeah. ba- basketball So, conference. So, Big Ten, uh, they're not interested in anybody. Like, let, let's no. just be honest. Right? No. There, there is nobody... That fits in academically, period. And they're they're they they yeah. play school up there. Have to be a sure. yeah. Um, yeah, Nebraska, right? They, they mm-hmm. snuck in barely, but the hair on their chinny chin chin. But they're in, so they are in. But uh, Big Ten's not taking anybody. Pac twelve, they need to. They're the collapsed. Pac- they're a fucking trash league. See, You're, you they don't are. bolster a trash league. It's it's like if you added Cincinnati and UCF or. Yeah, UCF to the Big 12. What does that do? Nothing. It's still a trash conference. It's a trash yeah, conference. Awful. And so you add Texas Tech and TCU to the Pac-12, what do you have? A trash conference. You still have a garbage but, conference. But you do have 11 a.m. 11 kickoffs, which they're lacking right now. So they they don't have any eyes on at 11 o'clock. Who fucking, again, irrelevant. Money, baby. Money. It's money. It's still money, though. It's and irrelevant so- what happens. That it's not there. Those teams will not bring enough to even have the split, you have to remember, you're splitting this 14, 16 ways. And so you have to bring enough money to where you at least prop up what your share is. Or if you don't, you're bringing something else to the table that's pretty substantial. 
and that those markets, number one, nowhere near big enough to bring a lot of eyes to like the TV sets yeah, aren't there. PCU's not getting TV sets aren't fucking there. They're not there in Lubbock. They're not there in Fort Worth. They're yeah. they're not there. Period. Like in in any of the teams that are like all the rest of the teams combined don't have enough cable boxes to go join at a tenth of the revenue share in in the Pac-12. So. Uh, whatever. Who cares if they join the Pac-12? It's yep. just going to cannibalize their league even worse. Um, nobody's going to the ACC. No, West Virginia, or maybe West Virginia. West Virginia, and it's, it's and, the most logical fit ever. Rivalry with Pitt. Like, why do they want West Virginia? Right? What? What? Who cares? And so, what I think actually happens is the Big Twelve stays the Big Twelve. They maybe add Cincy and 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 UCF, and they're completely irrelevant. They're the they're the ACC, Pac twelve, and Big Twelve, and and they're the same as they are today. And the same reason Texas and Oklahoma left is because they're fucking irrelevant conferences. Maybe one team makes a fucking Cinderella run. And they go undefeated the entire season, and maybe they sniff the playoffs. I can see it. Yeah, I just I I think that there's I think the the point it you know that I was making earlier was it's shit or get off the pot time for a lot of these conferences. And I understand the revenue split, but I think that once you start seeing those dominoes fall of like okay, West Virginia went to the ACC, um, Oklahoma State's going to the Pac-12, you know, something like that. Now you're saying okay, well let's snatch up what we can while we can, because otherwise we're gonna have to you. You know, cannibalize somebody else later, you know, and it's what other league is dissolving. So it's almost like it's, it's picking up scraps. And even though you know that they're scraps, it's, hey, if we don't pick them up, somebody else might. And we don't want to get left behind being the only 12 team league in leagues of 24, you know, because now say, you know, Big Ten, let's let's say the ACC says, fuck it. You know what? Let's take Oklahoma State. Let's take TCU. Let's take Baylor and let's take uh Kansas for the basketball, whatever, Texas Tech, whatever. Hey, let's let's take these. We're going to we're going to start to try to compete. And now it's like, well, shit, as the Pac-12 it's like we can't bring in anybody. Even these are even though they're bottom fucking tier, even though they're trash fucking teams, it's well, do we want to fill up on more trash or are we going to get left behind and be a team a, a conference of just 12 teams when everybody they're else irrelevant I'm, I'm saying it's completely irrelevant they're completely irrelevant any moves that anybody makes except for the big 10 absorbing pac-12 schools that are worth it or the sec absorbing more acc schools that are worth it is is completely irrelevant to the yeah. college football landscape we oh, have yeah, we totally. have a two league we have two conferences that matter Nothing else matters anymore. Oh, for sure. But I'm saying in terms of the Big 12 itself, I just I'm wondering how they're trying to stay alive. And if you do find a soft space to land, you know, if the Pac-12 doesn't fucking want them or the Big 10 doesn't want them, but the ACC is like, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's add two. And now you're looking at Texas, OU, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech all gone. And now you're looking at an even more fucking irrelevant league that has nothing to do with anything in the college landscape. And now Kansas is like, you know what? AAC, you're looking pretty damn good. I'd rather be in the uh, AAC you know than Big 12. And, and some people are going to hate this. Maybe they stop playing football because they've never been able to afford it. Like <laughs> maybe playing in front of 15,000 people and empty fucking stadiums should have had ramifications a lot sooner. And and that's not saying, like, it's not shitting on the alumni base, but I know personally Kansas fans, and were they excited whenever they were good and, like, relevant in the Big 12? Mangino. Mangino. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, they were going to go to the games and stuff and watch, because they're Kansas alumni. 
And that's exciting. Do they give a single fuck if Kansas doesn't win a single game in football? Absolutely not. They do not care at all. They are not upset. They don't. They actually think it's kind of funny if they don't (laughs) win a game. And that's a trash program. Roll it up, right? Stop subsidizing things that, number one, your fans don't actually care about. Don't sell me the fucking bullshit where you can't even fill up a 50,000-person stadium that your fans care. Your fans don't care. They're not showing up to games. They're hardly watching on TV. I bet if you really looked at the ratings, most of that is degenerate gamblers or people like me and RGB3 who just will watch fucking anything. Anything. On TV. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything. Yeah, I mean, that's and that, at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's part of it. Um, And I think everybody that's, you know, pounding their chest and saying this is bad for college football. This is bad for college football. It's like, well, yeah, but fuck Kansas. Like, fuck Kansas is football. Like they're they don't want to be. Competitive. No, this is great for college football. This yeah, is going to make great. college football better. This is the product on the field is going to increase exponentially. Because of this move. Just get because of realignment. Remember last time everybody was like, realignment. Oh, fucking college football's ruined. Look how fucking good college football is now compared to the fucking early 2000s or late 90s. And I'll tell you what. so much better. And I'll tell you what. I have never in my life been more excited to just, I I keep seeing people post like hypothetical schedules for Texas in 2022. And and I compare it to our current schedule. I posted another thread. I said, if you don't understand why this is happening, go look at our current home slate. Our best games against TCU and our next best is like Kansas State. It's trash. It's completely trash. And now you could take any team in the SEC, including Vanderbilt, and you take all of our home opponents and you just add SEC teams instead. Our schedule's immediately better. That's more fan excitement. That's more fan engagement, not just with our fans, but with rival fans. Everybody loves to hate Texas, and this has proven it more than anything I've ever seen. Everybody loves to hate Texas. It goes back to even it's fucking OU's idea, but we're getting the blame, and I don't give a shit. Because I want us to be the bad guy. I like being the bad guy. Being the bad guy is a good thing as long as we're winning. And you know what? This year, Arkansas is by far going to be the craziest game that we go to, that anybody goes to. It's going to be absolutely insane. I don't know. The Red River... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excluding OU, right? Yeah, excluding OU. Two teams that are leaving. Yeah, exactly. Excluding OU, Arkansas is our best game. It's the best game on the conference. When we're in the SEC, that's going to be the worst game on our fucking schedule. Like, all right, let's let's go through this. Like, we we did this, we did this uh, whenever it came out, but let's let's go through it again real quick. So, we've got Louisiana, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Cool. Season opener. Cool. Like, Rice. Awesome. Tech. Hell yeah. Oklahoma State. Sweet. Kansas and Kansas State. Like brutal. It's brutal. Okay, so let's talk about their fans. You think the you think the Raging Cajuns are so let's talk about the LSU game. Because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast went to the LSU game. Yeah. Um, that's what a fan base looks like, right? Yeah. When when you play a home and home, that wasn't because it was two special teams and whatever. That's just because that's how LSU goes to fucking football games. Yep. Right. That's how LSU goes to football games. That's how it will be every time LSU plays a DKR. Yep. Regardless if they're trash ranked or if they're top ranked. That's yep. how LSU travels. Now, let's talk about another Louisiana school, the Raging Cajuns. <laughs> Chance to knock off new coach, whatever. All the big storylines are all fucking there. I bet one fifteenth or less fans show up from sure. 
Louisiana. For sure. That's the problem. That's yeah. the problem. It's absolutely nobody's coming from Manhattan, Kansas. But do you think that Ole Miss fans are going to travel? Bet your ass. Do you think people are coming from Lubbock to watch Tech get fucked? Yeah. God no. It, no. Just look at just look at Mississippi State when we played them in baseball. That was some of the like even just on Twitter, even our interactions on Twitter, people get up in arms and shit. Like they care. They give a shit. Kansas doesn't care. Kansas doesn't care about anything besides basketball. You think they're going to show up? Like, no, they don't care. Even Vandy, to an extent, cares a little bit. For certainly in baseball, it's it it, it makes no it it makes no financial. It makes no fan. It makes no. It just has zero. It makes zero sense to ever want to stay in that big in the Big Twelve. And you know, I guess my brain has been pre you know pre programmed after realignment. It's like, yeah, we're Big Twelve. Where you start hearing like, oh yeah, SEC, and then you're like, oh shit, this is fucking real. And you, you're, it's like you're adapting your mind to the fact that hey, you could have cool teams because I mean that was CDC's idea, and I guess the administration's idea before. It's like, hey, we'll have one marquee out of conference game, so we're scheduling Ohio States and Michigans and Alabamas. 10 years in advance where it's like, well, now we're like we, we're just going to roll out of bed one day and we're going to play Alabama. Like, Hey, we're just going to, Hey, our yeah, schedule we'll just is play Florida. We'll here's just play Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Here's play Tennessee. Georgia. You know, as, as shit as Tennessee has been at football, they travel yeah. now Vanderbilt. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how long they are for the world of the sec. If they don't pull some shit out of their ass. Yeah. Cause they, they're trash. Like they're Kansas bad. Um, maybe not Kansas bad. I bet they Nobody Kansas. Is. Yeah, I bet they beat Kansas. But they're they're the dumpster fire of the SEC. And even they're like, yeah. they win games. Yeah, they would beat the shit out of Kansas. They beat the shit out of Kansas State, I bet. Like, you know, it's Kansas State's a mid-tier program in the Big 12. And the dumpster of the SEC would beat the shit out of them. So, so I bet Rice, I bet Rice has more fans come from Houston just to watch the mob. For sure. At halftime than the rest of these Big 12 schools bring. Absolutely. And I wouldn't I blame think that's him. fair. And I don't even think that's an extreme statement. Yeah. That's that's what's pathetic about this schedule. It's not that it's not exciting and whatever and blah, blah, blah. I I, I know I've heard that argument. Oh, Oklahoma State, they're, they're trash or whatever. Or, you know, whoever in the Big 12. Well, I mean, Texas hasn't exactly been just lighting, lighting it up and going to the conference championship every year. So save me that excuse. But a real excuse is there is no excitement at those games because it's only so fun to go watch Texas almost lose to Kansas with no Kansas fans there talking shit to you or cheering for Kansas or like it, it's only so fun if it's just a sea of burnt orange. And that's one of the reasons why the Red River rivalry game is so fucking awesome. It's because it's a 50-50 split, maybe 55-45 some years when one team has a lot of momentum and the other doesn't. But God damn, that game is electric. Every yep. time you go to that game, it's electric. And there are there just aren't any electric games. Yeah. In it's our bowl game. game. Like you know, we wait for these games like LSU that we scheduled ten years ago. We're that waiting for the Sugar Bowl. Raucous, right? I mean it was yeah. insane. Yeah. And and now we're just gonna wake up on Saturdays and that's the norm. We wake up on the Saturdays and on a Saturday and it's oh fuck, Auburn. Yeah. It's you know, we're looking forward to an Arkansas game. You know, like, oh, thank God we get a break. We get Arkansas this week. You know, instead now it's like, oh man, I hope we beat Arkansas. Like that's our, besides the Red River, that's our game. Like that's our one. Let's go to it. And like we're 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 getting an RV to go to the Arkansas game because it's the best game on our schedule. When, 
probably the best game on the schedule. Guess what we're going to get to do in 2022? Oh, hey, you want to go to Baton Rouge in the RV? That sounds a lot better than Vietnam. <laughs> it sounds yeah. way better. Yeah. You want to go to Gainesville, right? Yeah. You want to go to Athens? You want to go to the Grove? The Grove? I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck yeah, I want to go to the Grove. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want to go to Tuscaloosa. You're just going to have to right? buy this RV. Like, I think it's just, you just got to you just got to purchase it at this point. Yeah, we got to put a wrap on it so I can write it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, reminder for everybody that's still listening. Uh, come, we're going to do a live taping of the podcast at the Arkansas game. Uh, before, right? We'll yeah. have a tailgate and everything. We need 100 people to show up. Yep. You don't need to give us any money. You just need to show up. And make us drink booze. <laughs> just, yeah, bring bring shots. That's all, all right. Have. So let's talk about how, like, we're, we're getting excited, right? We're talking about playing in Gainesville. We're talking about playing in Vietnam. H- how often does this happen? How does it shake out? How do you see the structure of the SEC moving forward with Texas and OU joint? Man, I, so I keep everything we've seen on the boards is, you know, there's really kind of two factions. It's, is it divisions or is it pods? And I think when push comes to shove, when the decision makers at B sit down and they say, what's the best way to ensure the biggest variety, the biggest, you know, the most rivalry matchups, I think they have to do the pods. I think it makes too much sense. I think you play, you pay everybody in your own pod. So you're paying three teams and I'm guessing ours is going to be, I've, for some reason, I have a feeling a not going to be in it. But you for sure Arkansas, for sure OU, and probably Missouri. So it's either Missouri or AM. So you have that pod. And then every year you rotate pods. So the this pod plays the Alabama, you know, our pod plays the Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, or something like that. Um, th- one year and then we rotate and then we play the, I don't know, LSU, whatever. So, you know, we rotate pods. So you play everybody in your pod. That's three games plus everybody in another pod. That's an additional three games. And then you play four. That's four, games. four games. So, yeah. So now you're looking at seven games and then you play one game from each of the other pods. So you're still playing uh, Kentucky and uh, Florida. So, um, man, you're fucking bad. Like that. math. That's shit. Fucking terrible. That's nine that's games. Nine conference, game. conference setup. That's nine conference games. That's nine conference games. And that's how I do it. I think it's yeah. Three against your own four against another pod. You play the entire pod and then one game against each of the other pods. So that'd be nine total games. And I am fucking. I want the hate pod. Though. I want the hate pod. I want it. I want it. I need it in my fucking life. The hate pod would be insane. Beautiful. Imagine how good the TV ratings for the hate pod. T- tell everybody so what the, the hate, hate pod, pod is. Yeah. So Texas, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Beautiful. It, insane. 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 All of those insane. teams hate each other. All of them hate each other. It'd be absolutely insane. All it, of I, them hate each other. I mean, all of them especially hate Texas. Texas like especially hates Oklahoma, especially hates Arkansas and just loves to clown on A&M. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they've, they've tried to make a rivalry out of A&M versus everybody, but they, you know, they just have a losing record against everybody. Yeah. So, um, and, and Arkansas, right. They hate the fuck out of Texas. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, just and we don't care about you at least until we get there in the RV and then we'll care about you. <laughs> so that pod is, is or, or, or I, I want to call them four team divisions. So 
Um, that's one four-team division. Then you have another four-team division where you keep Vanderbilt and Tennessee, right? You've got, like, every pod should be kind of a hate pod. So uh, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Alabama, Auburn, right? That's a fucking hate pod. All of those teams yeah, hate each other. They do. They do hate All each other. All of those teams hate each other. Yep. Uh, you know, the Mississippis, the Mississippis, Mizzou, and uh, uh, who else? LSU. Who would you throw into that? Yeah, so it would be LSU, Mizzou, and the Mississippis. So and they get fucked. LSU gets fucked on that one. I, I think maybe right that that one's kind of the odd. Unless you out. put, unless you see, but then so the problem with that is so you could do the Mississippi's Mizzou and then throw Kentucky in there, but then it's just a shitty fucking pod. I mean, Ole Miss or Mississippi, the Mississippi's. I mean, it would easily be the worst pod competitively, but but the other pod would be fucking sick because then it'd be like LSU, Georgia, Florida, and. Alabama. Holy shit. Alabama, no, or, the, and, and wait. LSU, Florida, doing? Georgia. God damn it. <laughs> Just, uh, how are we forgetting an entire <laughs> team at this point? Hold on. Wouldn't be ten- uh, no, Tennessee's in the Vandy pod. South Carolina, South the game. There we go. Yeah. That, that, that's, a, that's a hate pod right there. So you got three hate pods and a cakewalk. Yeah. And fuck the cakewalk pod. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, I feel like I feel like that levels the playing field for the easy pot, right? Because because their recruiting base, honestly, the Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Mizzou pod, it, it makes their path to the championship game much much easier and yeah. and fair. Ours would be a fucking nightmare. I mean, so would fucking. I mean, what you think Alabama's would be a cake like Alabama? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Fucked. Right? I mean, just as hard as Texas. No, not really. Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. They would whoop the no, fuck no, no. out of Vanderbilt. Alabama, Auburn. No, no, no. Because because you, you do Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Mizzou, and just say fucking cakewalk conference or division. Oh, okay. And then and then you put uh well fuck. How does how does this all work? So you'd have like to it, it actually should just Alabama be Mississippi and Alabama. Mississippi. Mississippi and Alabama should be uh, Yeah, like the two states. Time. Yeah. So Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Georgia. South Carolina, Florida. Actually, that actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. The Tennessee Mizzou one would be so terrible. Who cares? All this gets too complicated. And what I think they do, at least for the first season or two, is they take the fucking easy way out. They just say two eight team divisions. Yep. And they balance the SEC East, which they've desperately needed to do for a long time. Alabama goes over there too, please. Alabama, Auburn, Auburn. yeah, the, yeah. Alabama, Auburn are, are are going to the East, and and Texas and OU come to the West, and and it balances it balances the, the conference. Yeah, and so that's cool. The only not cool thing is the at that point you're only going to play unless you add two conference games and go to ten. Yeah, you got to You uh, can't. Do it's going to take fourteen years to play everybody. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think the pods makes the most sense. I mean, imagine a home and home every four years, right? In 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 one recruits cycle, you will get to play at every SEC stadium and they will play in your stadium. And that and that helps recruiting as well because you can Oh, it helps recruiting, that. absolutely. Yeah. And and you've got to think that one of the reasons they're even gonna let Texas and OU in is so that they can get more recruits from Texas into these other schools. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and that's part of it. But then I think there is also a little bit of a closing of the borders because, you know, Georgia was recruiting, hey, this is an SEC kid, and everybody knows what an SEC kid looks like. Hey, this is an SEC kid, and our only competition is fucking AM. Like, we're not worried about it. But now they have 
two to go against where, okay, yeah, we have Texas and AM that we have to beat out for a Texas kid. Maybe let's recruit this guy that we like a little bit less, but he's in Georgia. Um, so I think there might be a little bit more of a closing of the borders, but I think at the end it, it'll help Texas and Texas A&M where it's like, hey, look, we're, we used to only play Kentucky once every, you know, four years. Now we're playing Kentucky you know, you know, at least in your collegiate lifetime. So you can go up to Kentucky and say, hey, you're going to play a game in your home state. Um, So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do at the end of the at the end of the day. It doesn't matter because number one, we're going to play OU every year. And number two, which is my favorite, we're going to play Texas A&M every single fucking year. And it's about damn time. It's about damn time. And I I do. I do hope they bring it back for Thanksgiving. I think they need to. There's too much tradition. There's too much hate. There, like, there's nothing better than a fucking belly full of turkey and just watching Texas curb stomp AM, um, especially at Kyle Field. Those are my favorite. I mean, I, I dearly miss that game. I don't know that it needs to go back to Thanksgiving, though. I think there's, there's, um, I would like end of the year as well. Last game of the season every time would also be last game of the season. I mean, last game of the season makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah. I think Thanksgiving should, uh, should always just be the, the biggest draw. I, I wouldn't be disappointed, mainly because the weather is much better if if Texas OU actually gets moved uh, to Thanksgiving. Yeah, but but then it's good. not during the State Fair of Texas. I get it. Yeah. Right. There's there's other logistical problems there, but the weather is so much better. I wonder if they make it at night. I wonder if this is, I mean. Oh, yeah. They're definitely going to make it at night. Yeah. That, like, absolutely. They're not going to get fucked into playing 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Red River. Like, that's stupid. They're definitely going to play 6 p.m., 8 p.m. starts. Oh, Ooh, that's going to be some drunk folks. That is going to be a level of sobriety that we are not going to be used to. That is going to be great. Well, yeah, I mean, that hasn't <laughs> happened since what? I mean, since the new the new TV contract, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. they, they, they put it at 11 a.m. for ever. Really, the last 10 years or so, right? Yeah. Yeah, forever. It's brutal. But yeah, that at night. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would love. I, I don't know who you play. I mean, obviously, AM already has LSU as their Thanksgiving game because they decided to make up a, a rivalry there of some sort, which LSU doesn't even think it's a rivalry. But um, so, yeah, I, I don't know who you schedule at that point. Um, maybe that's the Arkansas game. I'd be down for that. Arkansas yeah. would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity there for for flexibility and, and even now. Right. The same way that Texas does it, where they play on Thanksgiving, but it's a rotating cast of who gets to get that, you know, as long as it's somebody relevant on yep. Thanksgiving, anybody's going to be more relevant than Texas Tech and TCU and Baylor, like whoever the fuck else, right, is, yeah, is going to be in Texas. They tried to keep that one in Texas after A&M left, and, and it was always just a trash game. Stupid. Yeah, the only thing I remember about it is, yeah, just... Yeah, tech when Chris Warren ran for like 400 yards. Other than that, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't, it's been irrelevant because the entire conference is irrelevant. There's no marquee game you can schedule. That's the thing. It's like Texas okay, OU. Cool. Yeah, it's Texas OU. And it's the all gem, time. the gem of the gem of the Big 12, Texas OU game. Guess That's what? It. Peace. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just irrelevant because, you know, just looking at the schedule, just if I'm telling you, if you're listening to this podcast, just go pull up. A&M schedule and then pull up ours and look at the and home then game. and then pull up Thujone's MS Paint. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> which which Thujone, we need to figure out how to NFT that because that could go to the first Surly Horn sponsored player because that oh needs to be God. an NFT. Absolutely I, has to be an NFT. 
I yeah, we're gonna we gotta figure something out. We're gonna we're we're gonna have to do some kind of merch based on that. It's too good. <laughs> it's, so good. it's too good. Oh, it's so good. Oh. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about basketball. Because as yep. exciting as all this SEC stuff is, basketball, that train is just going. And and Man. it is not stopping for fucking anyone. Dude, we took... So Chris Beard had took a... Probably they would finish, I would say, last or second to last in the Big 12. And he legitimately, just straight out of the transfer portal, he formed a top three college basketball roster. They just got Marcus Carr, who was the <laughs> rated by everybody um, from Minnesota, rated as everybody the top transfer in this window. They got three out of the top 10 transfers in this window, um, which is absolutely stupid. Not only that, they got Arterio Morris, who is a five-star in this next recruiting class. They're going to get Keontae George, who's another five-star in this recruiting class. That dude is going to open the Moody Center. Like, I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. New stadium, new coach. It's hopefully, you know, a deep, deep, deep uh, tournament run. I mean, SEC, like, get fucking ready, bro. Like, in terms of basketball, because there's nobody in that conference that, I mean, besides Kentucky, that's any good at basketball. Like, we're coming. Tennessee, bring it, Rick. Oh, we're going to play Rick Barnes, aren't we? Holy shit. This is, this is me live recognizing that we're going to be in the same conference as Rick Barnes. Holy shit. He's going to retire soon, for sure. Yeah, so, I, I think that. I think that this is, uh, it's just unreal how good of a hire Chris Beard is. Uh, he better, he better do something with all this talent. Dude. Holy shit. He's going to look completely inept as a coach. Great recruiter, but inept as a coach if he can't win with the, the level of talent that he has. I mean, and this so is, this is guaranteed elite eight type shit. It is. And so I'm going to move the goalposts a little bit already. So I'm going to start out before the season starts. So my dumbass was calling to fire David Pierce at the start of the season because we started like 0 and 3. And then we made the College World Series, whatever. But um, so I'm moving the goalposts a little bit because I do worry about like with all these transfers, how well they're gelling. Like if he's just trying to build some momentum with just like get a bunch of talent, not caring how this talent fits. So I, it, it'll be on him as a coach to, you know, make that talent right and make that talent work. Um, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. I mean, he took Texas Tech, Texas fucking Tech. We're talking about how irrelevant all these Big 12 schools. I don't know if there's one more irrelevant than Texas Tech. I mean, since since they fired Mike Leach, Chris Beard brought them back to relevancy. And he did that just as a coach. And so now he gets to like, hey, just do what you did at Tech. But here's infinite amounts of more talent like just do that <laughs> like i i just i cannot fathom i cannot fathom and i've been wrong a lot i've been wrong a lot on basically everything in my entire life but i can't fathom how chris beard fails at texas i can't for the life of me in terms of how like engaging a personality is like i'll still watch that intro press conference it makes me want to yeah. go and like put up threes like i'm going in my backyard and i'm like i'm going to start jacking up threes like it's it's crazy he's he's a rainmaker and he's somebody that texas has needed for a long long time it's energy it's energy. Even, you know, bringing in Shaka. Shaka's, you know, he's the guy that, you know, he has his nice little sayings and quips and stuff. But, like, Chris Beard, like, dude, if he told me to go run gas. I wanted to run through, wall, like, I listened to his presser and was like, 
fuck, I want to, do I have any eligibility left? Yeah. Can I get into shape to play some basketball? (laughs) Yeah. Like, put me in, coach. Like, I, yeah, let me go to three. I got this. Either way, I mean, the dude fucks. That's at the end of the day. The Chris Beard fucks is all I'm going to say forever because he is. Um, better back it up. That's all I got to say. That's is, true. He does have to back it he up. Better. I mean, he, he doesn't have to. Like I said, expectations first year with this level of talent, I think you make the Elite Eight. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're a coach, you got to hey, coach. And, and that's and what with this said, level of talent, like elite eight is what you're looking. At. That's what he said in his in his intro presser that I still love is he said, I know the expectations at the University of Texas and I'm here to exceed those. You know, yeah. I'm, I know what I, I know what's expected Play here Monday nights. and I'm not so, scared. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. You know, it, it sounds great. It sounds great. I love the guy. Really, really hope that he can actually it coach. To. It has to. Um, I really hope that Sark can coach too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Same. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Hey, I, I got to say one of my favorite A and M posts. So uh, obviously, if you're in the recruiting thread, um, uh, Longhorn Frenzy, Texafornia, they're posting a ton of A um, and M banter about the Texas move. My favorite one was Sark's offense doesn't fit in the SEC. It's built for the Pac-12. Even though Sark just won a national championship in the SEC with that playbook, with that exact playbook that the the level of delusion in those is it's it's it literally is watching a descent into madness poor aggie <laughs> poor aggie speaking of uh, you know what i still love is billy lucci's text or a uh, tweet um when the brent zwerneman or whatever the hell the guy that broke the story he said this is accurate, funny on so many levels, considering the anti-SEC bluster from Texas and OU fans, and also not happening, barring four super conference Armageddon. <laughs> just totally wrong, which just proves they didn't know anything. They didn't know any of this. They didn't know I mean, any of it. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, Luigi's made all of his money scamming a bunch of fucking Hillbilly half-brained <laughs> nitwit idiots who fuck sheep. Yep. That's 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 exactly how I would describe them. So, <laughs> furking sheep, furk, <laughs> furk, fur, yeah, furking. <laughs> Home is where the furk is. Home is where the furk is. <laughs> He's a master oh man. He's the best. He's the best. Oh, it's so good. But um, yeah. So and so we have the barbecue coming up. Everybody be on the lookout for that. Uh, it should be a huge recruiting weekend because I can't wait to see what this staff does with the knowledge of, hey, we're going to the SEC. That is going to be the full court press. Oh, yeah. All of recruiting, every everything up to now, everybody's meltdowns, everything like it doesn't even matter who fucking doesn't is committed matter. to where. Yeah. If if they had Texas in their top three, I bet we see a lot of decommits in the next yep. month. Especially if uh, the first month of the season goes well for Sarkeesian and oh, the man. Longhorns, I-, I think we see massive flips. Undefeated going into the Red River? Holy shit, hold on to your butts. It's going to get crazy. It is going to get absolutely wild. Like, they'll be turning away kids. Like you- yeah, Meanwhile, uh, Jalen Gilbo. Yeah, immediately begging to get back into the Texas class, by the way. So that was a mistake. Yeah, that was a timing. That guy uh, <laughs> must not know how to use computers. 
Yeah, that was a problem. But either way, I'm for the first time in a long time, I'm not stressed about Texas recruiting because there's going to be a lot of fun happening, especially if we oh, can back and, it and up. Plus, who gives a shit oh. now? Transfer portal from the SEC? Fuck off. Come on. Come on. We're open. We got the spots. Like, there's, yeah, it, it, this couldn't have laid out any better. I'm not used to this, this many good things happening at once between baseball and basketball and then now this with football and, and going to the SEC. It's, this is unreal. I'm not used to this. <laughs> it's my liver thanks, my liver thanks the University of Texas during this, during this time. I think we have to wrap this up. The, the, the season finale. The season finale. Yeah. The, the final fat boy minute of season two. Yep. It has, it has, it absolutely has to. So I do have to say one Aggie fact of the week um, from Mr. Kyle Umlang, um, 101 Aggie facts that things every Longhorn should know. And I'm just going to create a new one. Um, fact number 102, daddy's home, a and daddy's home. We're back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fat right. boy minute. So yeah, insert the tubas. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> All right, we are moving conferences. One of the best things that the SEC is known for, other than you know being good at football and cheating, is tailgate. Yeah, I'm excited for the Grove. I'm excited to check that out. We'll have to get into that and in, you know things that we want to experience while we're on the road because that's the, this is the coolest part is we're we're going to Athens, Georgia instead of Ames, Iowa. Now we're going, you know, we're going to the Grove instead of instead of Lubbock. Like that fact alone, like even I hear Gainesville is not the greatest, but it's like you're going to Gainesville instead of Manhattan, Kansas. Like that's our road trip. Like that's a destination traveling is going to be bigger than anything that anybody's ever experienced for Texas easily. Yeah. And and it's not that right. The closest home game isn't uh, LSU, which is a a big issue that I think for Texas A&M. Yeah. The closest road game they had was LSU. Now the closest road games are going to be A&M, OU, uh, LSU and Arkansas are kind of the the next ones. And that's not that bad from uh, a, a travel schedule. Yep. Nope. It's not going to be bad at all. I mean, even getting up to like Missouri and then the Bama's Mississippi, you know, Mississippi schools aren't that far away, um, especially if you're flying, but we're going to be in the RV. So that Surly's going to just buy and we just got to get it branded. Just, just like a mutt cut. Like we can't even do it. Like most people would think like, yeah, you get an, you get an RV and you just paint it burnt orange. Like you have to do the mutt cuts van, but Longhorns like have big old poking out wheels with the fucking horns on the side. Like you have to have the horn that plays, you know, uh, you know, Texas fight or the eyes of Texas or something. Like, yeah, there's ways to do this really good. Just a big old bullhorn, like <laughs> sticking out the side, take up okay. six lanes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit as our last thing that we talk about chance. Oh, we do have to bring up the chant. So originally, my thought was I was going to open the podcast and I was going to chant SEC and there's nothing in the world that I want to do less. And there's nothing in the world that any SEC or SEC, there's nothing in the world any Texas fan should want less than to chant SEC. If you hear somebody chant, just punch them. Or. Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, you're going to jail for I've said assault. assault, but. Yeah. <laughs> you should start a Texas fight chant instead. Do yeah. not chant sec three times especially sec one time and then you can start a texas fight chance especially i'm gonna say 
this coming up season at the Arkansas game and the OU game, all you little bitches are going to be thinking about doing it. And there's going to be people in the stands that do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't try it. Don't do it. Don't do the SEC chant. You'll be called an Aggie um, and maybe punched in the face by me and then have Texas fight yelled in your ear. You don't want to experience that. Just just don't do the chant. <laughs> we don't ask a lot. Don't do the chant. Don't tweet at Cruz and don't chant SEC. Mm-hmm. And do make fun of Aggie every time that you see them. Every single which time. It's going to be very frequently now. Because they are in pain. And that's the best thing is when your rival's in pain. And this is the deep. So think about this. This is the highest of highs. This is the highest I have felt about Texas athletics, at least since the Sugar Bowl. This, this, this tops the Sugar Bowl for me. This is probably the highest I've felt probably since fourth and five. Straight up. This is the lowest they've felt. So make sure you rub that in. Just stick that knife a little bit deeper because They've earned it. By God damn it, they've earned it. They've earned that knife to be driven directly into their belly. Because this is a, this past 10 years, this is just a pure culmination of all of their agginess. It is a pure culmination of all of their hopes, their dreams, their championship hopes. Their, their, we, ha- you know, we got Jimbo. We got the recruits. We have everything behind us. And this is it just getting just absolute splatter shit all over their hopes and dreams. So make sure that if you are friends with an Aggie, make sure that they know that you know they're having a really fucking bad time. That's your job this entire week. Until we see you next week on the Surly Horn Podcast for season three, make sure you make an Aggie's week fucking awful. <laughs> and with that, hook them. Hook them. SEC.